Oh, it's like a hole. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make a spirit and I'll show the world. <laughs> he's, he's, I don't know what he is, Irish, Scottish. <laughs> I am trying to invent this spirit. It will change the world, I tell you. Pickle will rule the world. In this episode of The Wayback Chronicles, the guys go way back to talk about the sports of 1984. Let's listen in. Hey, thanks, Wayback Time Machine, for that awesome introduction. As she stated, my name is Keith Abbott, and I'm along with my dear friends, lifelong friends, Noel Kirsch and Steve McKelkey. In this episode, we're going to be going way back to 1984, and our friend Steve is going to discuss the most notable sporting events of the year. You bet. And, you know, uh, super excited to talk about sports uh, with our listeners and, and the two of y'all. And, and the cool thing about Revenge of Nerds is that the Nerds won the Olympics, if I remember right. Yes, they did. And remember, famous, there were Olympics, so there was sport in that, Noel. They, yeah. Yes, there yeah. was. They, they beat <laughs> yeah. the, the Alpha Betas. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Lambda, 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 and Omega Moo. So, oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't recall that. But uh, so, you know, uh, yeah. Tons of excitement, and and I'm gonna give you all some sports uh, names that uh, you've probably forgotten about. Uh, a lot of them are still alive, some of them not. But uh, the big sporting events of 1984 was the Olympics. It was a year uh, back when we used to have the the summer and winter Olympics in the same year. Now mm-hmm. they're you know two two year uh, segments. Uh, so you know the interesting thing about the summer Olympics it was it was in LA as as Noel mentioned in uh, episode I think it was two or three. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it was in Los Angeles, and I, I specifically remember the opening ceremonies. The 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 astronaut that had the rocket pack on yes, his back. Yes, I remember, remember that remember too. That? And I thought that was so cool. And I was for sure by now, you know, you know, yeah. that's how we were going to get around. Thirty nine years later, we'd have uh, rocket packs by now, but yeah. you know, still don't have that stuff. But anyway, uh, so an interesting thing about about Summer Olympics it gives you an idea what the political uh, and the uh, international. Uh, fever was like or, or just the tension that was going on in the world between us and russia so yes. so we had previously boycotted the olympics in 1980 in russia hmm. well they they uh they boycotted the 84 summer olympics because they felt there was a heavy uh anti-communist sentiment in in the united states and guess what there was mm-hmm. and uh, our president reagan at the time was stoking those flames pretty heavy and of course you know eventually you know shortly after that the u.s won the cold war but uh and so, rocky four wasn't it yeah that's right yeah. that's right yeah, absolutely. Rocky four yeah yeah i'm still i still need some some of those u.s uh boxing shorts like apollo creed had Heck yes. but uh yeah uh anyway so so the u.s dominated uh the summer olympics uh still what's uh considered a record 174 medals uh, and the most gold medals ever is 83 gold medals in uh, summer olympics so that's, that's, that's still the record out there so Gosh. uh uh, as we look at uh, the 84 Winter Olympics, uh, they were in Sarajevo, uh, mm-hmm. which I have no idea where that is. I like Yugoslavia. 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 There we go. Yeah. Um, uh, Russia uh, won the most medals in that uh, with uh, 25 total medals and nine gold medals. So mm-hmm. uh, sounds like there was a lot of parity in that Olympics since they only had 34 or 25 total medals. But mm-hmm. uh Anyway, you know, interesting. Uh, I still think about that rocket pack every time I think of the 84 Olympics. And, <laughs> and uh, you know, think also that the USC football players have no idea 
yeah. probably uh, there was an Olympics in that stadium they played. Yeah, probably yeah. not. Um, it was probably anyway. Was, the Olympics probably happened twenty years before they were born. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, as long as I sort of break up these sports section segments and sort of talking about just segments of sports. So we're going to talk about the world of football first, and 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 the nineteen eighty four season that was played during nineteen eighty four was actually uh, um, ended by uh, the season was ended with Super Bowl nineteen, and uh, sort of crazy to think about. So back then, a lot of um, Super Bowls were played in college stadiums. And this one was actually played at Stanford University, Stanford Stadium. Oh wow! And uh, which which has since then been torn down, and uh, and rebuilt. But I want you, uh, you'll you'll notice that most stadiums that these events have been played in no longer exist. And I'll point that out as we go through this. This is interesting. Is funny. But uh, so the matchup was between the Miami Dolphins and the San Francisco 49ers. So uh, any guesses to who the quarterbacks were for those two teams? So oh Dan Marino. Yes, he was he was a Dolphins, yep. Yeah. Okay, and then the 49ers, was it Joe Montana? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, 100%. man. Hey. So it was, uh, I believe it was the first matchup between Marino and Montana. Uh, you know, Don Shula and Bill Walsh were the coaches at the time. So so wow. uh, some big names in this game. Uh, the 49ers won 38-16. Uh, Super Bowl MVP was Joe Montana. And uh, yeah. so, uh, you know, a great game. So, Interesting. So in the eighties, they didn't have these big productions at halftime like, like they have now. You know, they didn't have you know Beyonce and mm-hmm. Beyonce wasn't born. Right. Yeah. Michael Jackson was <laughs> catching his hair on fire back then. But uh, anyway, but the theme was the world of children's dreams. It was featuring a uh, uh, top a, a group called Tops and Blues, which was a group of U.S. Air Force members uh, hmm. that performed. So uh, what it was a com- concept. Yeah, so you know, it's it in the previous Super Bowl. I thought it was cool. Uh, when I first started researching it, I got confused and I thought I, really, I thought Super Bowl eighteen was was Super Bowl for eighty four, but that's actually for the eighty three season. But uh, college bands performed at that halftime, and uh, which, which probably is the last time that that's happened. Yeah, you're so, right. no kidding. Anyway, so uh, eighty five and a half million viewers, which you know sounds like a huge number. I did not research the uh, the most recent uh, viewer count for the last Super Bowl. But uh, a thirty-second TV spot in this in this Super Bowl was uh, uh, five five hundred twenty-five thousand dollars back in the day in eight, nineteen eighty-four. Today, that would that would be a tenth of a second these days. Wouldn't yeah. It? Any guess what thirty seconds cost today? Oh gosh. Most recent man. Super Bowl. I don't even have a clue. No idea. Seven million dollars for thirty seconds. Jeez. Seven million dollars. Think about all that money that's made during those Super Bowl breaks, those commercial <laughs> breaks. But, uh, so, so I'm looking at this right now. 2022, 99.18 million viewers on TV. Wow. For and how many? How many was it? 84. Um, it was 85 and a half million. Okay. Yep. Hey, yeah, crazy. So that was Super Bowl 19, 1984. Super Bowl 22 or 2022 Super Bowl is Super Bowl 56. Okay. So that's that's a long time back there, yeah. man. That, that yeah. that's, gosh. We're, we're, we're going way back. On, yeah, on we the, are going yeah, way we back are. to 1984. <laughs> Not just a clever name, folks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so another thing that's cool about Super Bowl, the Super Bowl is actually played in what's uh, traditionally known as inauguration day. Uh, uh, January 20th, but uh, since that since this rebel was played on a Sunday, they actually did the swearing in of uh, President Reagan, um, uh, prior to that game. And 
President Reagan did the uh, coin flip via satellite. Uh, so the first president uh, to ever do the coin flip for the Super Bowl. Cool. Uh, and of course he did it televised and, and then of course, uh, those that are curious, the inauguration day ceremony actually happened the next day. So on the 21st that year. So interesting, so interesting, that. interesting things about that. But, uh, yeah. as you look at the other, uh, stats or highlights of that, that season, uh, 84 Walter Payton, if you remember that, that, oh, uh, great gosh. player, yes. uh, he broke, uh, the, uh, NFL rushing record previously held by Jim Brown. Um, wow. The NFL season MVP was Dan Marino. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll never guess who this is, so I'm not going to ask you. But uh, the first pick in the NFL draft was Irving Fryer, uh, <laughs> which is actually a Hall of Fame wide receiver, but uh, just never was a big name. He was, you know, a good player. Gotcha. Uh, Terry Bradshaw retired that year, and wow. and of course, and those of you that are fans of Houston sports teams. The Oilers traditionally made bad decisions, and that, that's a year that they traded Earl Campbell to the New Orleans Saints. Oh, oh wow. And, uh, and of course, back in 84, there was 28 teams in the league versus, versus the current 32. Wow, okay. So any any guesses to what the additional four teams are that exist now? So Jacksonville and Carolina for sure. Yep, yep. Those um, are the two obvious ones. Now, yeah. the, the, this is where it gets more difficult. Mm-hmm. Is it – well, I don't know. Well, the Texans. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, you're on the right track. The yeah. Titans. Yep. So, so since then, basically, you know, the Houston moved to Tennessee, right? Became yeah. the Titans, yeah. and then later Houston was re- rewarded, uh, so rewarded the, and then same exact. You remember the other two cities that swap franchises or moved franchises? So St. Louis and L.A. Nope. No. Nope. That that actually happened. Or was it Oakland, L.A.? That so St. Louis moved to. Um, St. Louis moved, moved to Arizona LA. Cardinals, right? There's there's a lot of movement, yeah. 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 Um, so the other big move was uh, Cleveland Browns mm-hmm. moved to Baltimore. Oh, the Ravens became yeah. the Baltimore Ravens, oh, and then yeah. then the league later awarded uh, the 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 uh, franchise back to Cleveland. And interesting, uh, I forgot and, about that. Yeah, I did yeah. too. But there's been a lot of movement. I mean, um, it, the the previous season um, and Super Bowl eighteen what was then the Los Angeles Raiders uh, won the Super Bowl that year and they moved uh, to Oakland, then now Vegas. Yeah, uh, crazy. A lot of movement in that franchise. Wow. Uh, So this is interesting. We look at college football. So uh, I dare you to guess, just venture a guess, who who won the, the national championship that year in college football? Notre Dame. Nope. Texas Longhorns. Nope. God, no. uh, I'll give you another clue. They they will be, be a future member of the Big Twelve Conference. No, Big Big no. Twelve. Uh, BYU. BYU is correct. BYU won. Yeah. Oh, wow. So oh, it was yeah. a controversial uh, championship game. So uh, uh, BYU played Michigan, uh, and BYU won twenty four seventeen, finished the season undefeated, thirteen to zero. The interesting wow. thing about playing Michigan, though is that they finished the season six and six. And I still haven't figured out the path of how they got to that game. That, but but uh, Washington was also undefeated uh, in that season. They ended up playing Oklahoma in the Orange Bowl, which many uh, titled that as the official or the yeah. unofficial national championship game. Okay, But for whatever reason, uh, Washington refused to play BYU because they weren't from a big conference. Huh. <laughs> So, oh, wow. so uh, BYU playing for national championship is, is was the last time since 
1984 that any school played for the national title that wasn't a power five conference or Notre Dame. Interesting. So, yeah. So crazy stuff there. That is wild. Um, so Heisman trophy winner, y'all know this name. Uh, he played some time, uh, in the NFL and also played in uh, Canadian football league. Any guesses? So he also played for he... Boston College. If that helps you out, what, what, uh, no, yes. Doug Flutie. Yeah, Doug Flutie. Doug Flutie. Yep, yep, the, absolutely. The, the pass he made, the hail mary pass from like yeah. it was like a fifty yard, sixty yard pass or something like that. Mm-hmm. Dude it was ridiculous. Absolutely was. Absolutely was. I mean, he was about like five foot three as well. I, I was going to say, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like Keith Abbott playing quarterback out exactly. there. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, and of course, since, you know, we're, you know, Texas Tech Red Raider fans, uh, and went to school there that year, uh, Tech finished four and seven overall, two and six in conference. Our, our, um, I was going to say, <laughs> and the yeah. tradition continues. Yeah. Yeah. We've come full circle. We really have, uh, Long live the matador. so, so we, uh, that season we beat, uh, UT Arlington, which I think no longer has a football program, if I remember right. Wow. Uh, we beat A&M at Kyle Field, uh, who was an average football program back then. Uh, oh, so things brought, haven't changed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was full circle again. Yeah, here we go. Uh, uh, we beat Rice and Tulsa as well. Ah, uh, yeah. Rice and Tulsa. Uh, Jerry Moore was our head coach. And then Spike Dykes was our defensive coordinator. Of course, I've heard Texas I've Tech. heard nightmares about the Jerry Moore era, and I yeah. wouldn't I wouldn't even lie back then. Well, I was lie back then. I wasn't paying attention back then. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea Texas Tech existed back in '84. Didn't so. either. So uh, wow. jump ahead to bat. So anyway, pretty cool year in football. It's yeah. Uh, yeah. the Super Bowl had some big names. Yeah. Um, it was really you know one of the last few Super Bowls where things really sort of got. Uh, um, sponsored by big corporations and really started to become the big money event that is now. But, Mm -hmm. uh, as we look at the world of basketball, so, um, you know, I think y'all know exactly what I thought about whenever I was talking about sports and uh, Celtics. Yeah. So, so for the listeners at home, I grew up, uh, in South Texas, but somehow, uh, I happened to be in the right place at the right time and and watched a, uh, a 1981, uh, Celtics championship game. They won the, the world title in 81 and uh, just bas- uh My Larry Bird became my basketball hero. Oh, and uh, that's putting it lightly. Yeah. And so, uh, and probably say almost, I would almost say he's my life hero, but um, mm-hmm. anyway, yeah. So, um, so the Celtics beat uh, the Lakers. Uh, they went full seven games in that series, uh, won four games to three. Uh, Larry Bird was the regular season MVP and the uh, NBA Finals MVP. So uh, uh, it's amazing the names. Uh, there was nine uh, future Hall of Famers that played in that game, and two, uh, uh, both of the coaches in that in that game, uh, both both are now in the Hall of Fame. So uh, Pat Riley and uh, Casey Jones, uh, both in uh, in the Hall of Fame now. Uh, Larry Bird, Dennis Rodman. I'm sorry, Dennis Johnson, Kevin McHale, Robert Parrish, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Magic Johnson. Bob McAdoo, Jamal Wilkes, and James Worthy all in the, the Hall of Fame. That's now, crazy. Pretty darn cool. Uh, interesting thing about the NBA draft that year, it really sort of um, dawned in a new era uh, uh, for basketball because in that NBA draft is when uh, Akeem Olajuwon was drafted. Gosh. Uh, Charles Barkley was drafted. John Stockton 
out of uh wow Noel, your wife's uh favorite yeah. college not texas tech uh gonzaga, gonzaga. and then um any guess who that other big name was michael jordan yeah jordan michael was 84 jordan. wasn't he yeah yep. absolutely so man what a year yeah. oh my gosh yeah, absolutely Jeez. so crazy stuff uh <laughs> Uh, you look at college basketball. Uh, it was hosted at the Kingdom in Seattle. Oh, by the <laughs> way, the so the Celtics won the world world championship. Uh, won the final game and in, in the Boston Garden, which uh, later got torn down and built, <laughs> built a new stadium. The so, so the uh, the Kingdom where they played the college um, championship game has been it's torn gone. down since then. Yeah. Tore it down in two thousand. Yeah. Uh, Georgetown beat the University of Houston that year, eighty four seventy five. Wow. Um, Patrick Ewing was the championship game MVP, uh, mm. who later got drafted the following year after this yep. crew did. Wow. And then Michael Jordan was player of the year. That's so. wild. Gosh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Those so, are, gosh, yeah. what a year. I mean, yeah. 84. Yeah. Like, I, it just, the hits keep on coming. Yeah. <laughs> hey, way back, computer, you did good picking this yeah. to start us. Man, this is going to be tough to top. Next, mm-hmm. next year we pick. <laughs> Hopefully the machine picks a good one. Yeah, yes. yeah. So Noel, you're a big baseball fan. Um, any ventures who who won the big baseball powerhouses was in the early '80s? Uh, back then, um, Dodgers, Yankees. Yeah. Well, this year it was uh, the Detroit Tigers, and oh, yeah. um, and it was actually Detroit Tigers versus San Diego Padres. Hmm. In the World Series, uh, it Tony uh, Gwynn was it Tony Gwynn era? Uh, yep, yeah, yeah, it was. It yeah, was actually yeah. early in the Tony Gwynn era. Uh, so, Padres. I mean, sorry, Tigers beat the Padres four games to one in, mm-hmm. in, the, in the World Series to uh, take that series. Um, yeah, Tony Gwynn was. Um, where do I have that information on here? No, it's yeah. So he was the National League uh, batting champion at batted three fifty one that year. He was such a yeah. loss. Yeah, beat beat Don Madden or Don Madden led the uh, American League at a paltry three forty three. Jeez. So um, the most valuable players for that season was Willie Hernandez from the Detroit Tigers and Ryan Sandberg from the Chicago Cubs. Oh my god! So, yeah, that's wow, a name I've heard in a while. Cy Young Warner uh, award winners was Willie Hernandez again, and then uh, Rick Sutcliffe from the okay. Cubs. Um. Cecil Fielder was Cecil Fielder at Detroit then, or was that that may have been early nineties? Yeah, I think that's there. before before yeah. Cecil. Um, rookie of the year was Alvin Davis and Dwight Gooden. So, oh Doc yeah, Dwight Gooden. Yeah. Uh, manager of the year was Parky Anderson for the oh, yeah. Tigers. Tigers, and then uh, Jim Frey from Chicago Cubs. Yeah, uh, big names uh, entered the Hall of Fame that year was uh, Louis uh, Louis Aparicio, uh, Don Drysdale, Harmon Kilbrew, and Pee Wee Reese. Golly, uh, amazing to me that they took so long to induct Harmon Killer Brew. Yeah. And, uh, that was a couple of decades too late, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, in case you're curious, the Astros finished 80 and 82. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Rebuilding year. Yeah. yeah. Rebuilding yeah. year. Absolutely. Getting ready for 2022. So, other like, big names that you're like, uh, Mike Schmidt and Gary Carter were tied for the National League for RBIs at 106. Mike, Mike yeah. Schmidt was the Phillies, wasn't he? Yeah. 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 Ricky Henderson had stolen base record that year at 66 stolen bases. Ugh. Crazy that stuff. Dude was, that dude was a beast, man. Yeah. I remember when he stole, I think it was his 300th or something like that. That was in the 80, late 80s or something. 
he was he was running for the uh, Oakland Athletics. Then. Yeah, yeah. it was just unreal, unstoppable. The beast, the beast yeah. for sure. Um, in college baseball, the uh, champions were Cal State Fullerton, and they seemed to sort of dominate the '80s, and still a strong program as far as I can tell. The runner-ups yeah, was they, University of Texas. Hmm. Um, it's too bad. Yeah. And I'm, I'm confused by this because uh, it says that the winning coach was Augie Garrido. So I guess before he went to Texas, he was at Cal State Fullerton. So hmm. um, anyway, that might be a, an error, but not sure about that. Wait, so Texas went and hired away somebody else's winning coach. Yeah, they, surprise. They would, never, they would huh. never do that. No, they'd never do that. Prestigious, low-cat program that they are. Uh <laughs> and we're losing less than yeah <laughs> yeah i know the three of us really you know uh don't have a passion for hockey but uh i'm sure we yeah. have some listeners uh that uh that uh love hockey so edmonton oilers won the stanley cup that year four games to one over the new york islanders um the tour de france was some french guy named laurent um <laughs> reminds me of an old joke somewhere uh, yeah well, tell the joke. <laughs> what do you call a French guy that wears uh, sandals? Laurent. Philippe Flop. Philippe. Philippe. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, jokes good. are for later, man. That's right. <laughs> That's uh, you know, I, I share this only because, like, you know, I think I mentioned in the season in episode two that uh, romancing the stone was often on uh, yeah. the TV if my mom was in charge. Well, the other thing that was on the TV if she was in charge was figure skating. Oh, boy. oh and, God, and, dude! And so back then was uh, uh, Scott Hamilton was a men's champion that year, and then I believe one of my first crushes uh, uh, was the ladies' champion uh, Katarina Vitt. Oh, yeah. good, good choice. Good choice. Yeah, and uh, I just thought she was just smoking hot. I had, <laughs> this is going back to the Olympics since we're, we're opening this one, but like I had the biggest crush on Mary Lou Retton. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, that, oh my gosh, big time. And then we moved to Houston and we joined Second Baptist and she was a member there. No way. Yes way. And oh wow. She's about this is life size, like that big. Like, just, <laughs> like I can't see Noel as he's like like size of a Coca-Cola can. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's fright and fart. Sorry. We are on podcast. You guys yeah, can't yeah. see that. But imagine the size of a Coke can, just slightly taller. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so looking at pro golf, uh, Masters Tournament was won by Ben Crenshaw. Um US Open is won by Fuzzy Zeller. Mm -hmm. uh, British Open and Seve Ballesteros, and then the uh, PJ Championship was Lee Trevino. And, oh, man. Uh, yeah. Oh, Trevino. Yeah. Didn't he yeah. go to Tech? He went to U uh, University of Texas, didn't he? Um, I know Crenshaw did. I don't, I don't remember. If, yeah. Did he he may that. have. Sorry, I didn't mean to derail you, Steve. No, that's fine. That's fine. Curious to know that. I'm looking it up, so go ahead. Um. So, so looking at open wheel racing, I'll be curious to hear what y'all find out. Uh, so, Noel, I know you're a big Formula One fan. Oh, yeah. Um, so, don't know this guy, but uh, Nicky Lauda. Yo, yeah, Nicky Lauda. Yeah. He he was, man, that guy. So, it was, I forgot, 70, 1976 or something like that, was driving the cars these days. It's a, 
it's a pretty safe car. They've made so many safety standards um, that they've built into the car to make it pretty safe. But back in the, I mean, they lost. It was not unusual to lose several drivers in a year uh, back early on in, in the sport. And in, I think it was 76, uh, he was driving in Germany, Nuremberg. It's a uh, track in Germany. He was driving around and got into an accident and was on the side of the road. Another car hit him and his car burst in the flames and he caught on fire. Oh, wow. And one of the other drivers came and like pulled him out, but he had burns over most of his body. And that guy almost, I mean, almost died. They took him to the hospital. He was in a um, neck and neck battle with a driver called, his name is James Hunt. And they were just neck and neck for the championship. Nicky Lauda should have been out for the rest of the rest of the season. And he came back after only like two races or something like that. He missed like three or four weeks or something and came back, got back in the car and drove. He still had burns on his body and was driving a car again. And he ended up losing the championship that year. Um, but it was, it, it wasn't from lack of trying. I mean, that dude came in and um, was amazing, but one of the fiercest competitors, there's a couple of movies out there actually about his life and about that fight between James Hunt and him. And uh, I can't remember the names of the movies, but those are um, great, great uh, competitor. And, yeah. and man, he died two years ago, I think two or three years ago. Uh, but yeah, what a legacy uh, Nikki Lauda left. Really, awesome, really man. great, great driver. I can only imagine the pain of, mm. of suiting up after that, after that I, being engulfed in flames and. I, I hope I never, ever experience that, um, that that's gotta be the worst yeah. next to drowning, burning has got to be one of the worst. Yeah. So yeah. I'll pass on both. He'll pass on. Okay. I will pass on both. Oh, so, gotcha. oh yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. What did we find out about Lee Trevino? Anything? So he actually, from what I can tell, he never went uh, to college. He went into the Marines Gotcha. And after he, he was born in Garland and after he um, was discharged from the Marines, he moved to El Paso where he took up golf. So, gotcha. Well, yeah. Very cool. Uh, the IndyCar World Series that year was won by Mario Andretti and then uh, NASCAR. Um, you may not know he's from Texas. I mean, I even know the name. His name's Terry Labonte. He was actually from Corpus Christi. Oh, cool. And, hmm. uh, I remember seeing him race a little bit uh, during the off season when I was a kid. And, oh, that's uh, cool. So, so that was pretty cool. Um, uh, tennis. You know, you know, another cure for insomnia, if you ask me. But uh, Australian <laughs> Open was uh, won by Mats Vlander, and I remember that name. Uh, mm-hmm. French Open was won by Von Lindel. Um, it was, seemed like he was around forever. Wimbledon was won by John McEnroe, and so was the U.S. Open. Wow. Um, yeah. Australian Open, uh, Chris Ever, which is also one of my first crushes. I thought she <laughs> was something else. And, uh, <laughs> And then the rest of the, the, the tournaments were won by Martina Navratilova, which uh, ah. made the tennis world for a long, long time. Oh, yes, so, she did. Uh, so a couple other just interesting facts about 1984. So that is the year that the U.S. Amateur Pickleball Association was, was founded. No kidding. Uh, what, what I like to nickname as Lazy Person's Tennis. And uh, <laughs> uh, I'll tell you, that's that's crazy because it's really become popular of late, but I didn't know it was that old, honestly. Yeah, yeah. I didn't either. It yeah. started in '84, so it's oh, I didn't. that's a long time. Yeah, that's well, that's time. when the, the the association was started. So, okay. I, I mean, gotcha. you know, who knows? 
I mean, I'm sure Mr. Pickle created yeah. the sport or Mr. Ball. <laughs> he, he had the balls to create it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good play with your balls, Pickle. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's this. I'll rest- make a sport to show the world. <laughs> Apparently he's, he's, I don't know what he is, Irish, Scottish. <laughs> Get in there, quit play with your balls, Pickle. <laughs> I am trying to invent this sport. It'll change the world, I tell you. Pickle will rule the world. <laughs> oh, man. And that's how Pickleball came to yeah, There you go. Um, so interesting is like there's these restaurants popping. I don't know if y'all have them in your, in uh, where y'all live, but called Chicken and Pickles. No. And, and it's actually a restaurant. Everybody says it's actually pretty legit, but it's, it's part like chicken restaurant and part pickleball courts. No kidding. And there's, one wow. in Grand, there's one in Grand Prairie, just about 20 minutes from where I live. How's and uh, it's always packed. And so, I mean, one who, of these days. Who put those two things together? I, you know, I don't know, but, you know, they're. You know they're, what this chick, chicken needs? It needs some pickleball. Yeah. Yeah. That's what yeah. it needs. Yeah. yeah. I mean, to me, like barbecue and pickleball. Pickleball sound pretty good together. Yeah, as well. I don't, barbecue I don't goes with everything pretty much. Yeah. Um, so the Associated Press uh, Athlete of the Year, um, if we think about the World of Olympics, was uh, okay. Carl Lewis. Oh, very oh, nice. Makes sense. So the, he's, no a, he's a UH guy. Yeah, he sure University is. University yeah. of Houston. Doesn't, doesn't yeah. Troy know him pretty well? Oh yeah, he does. Yeah. He sure does. Um. The Associated Press Female Athlete of the Year was your crush, Noel. Mary Lou Redden. So, so the World of Olympics dominated that the, the top athletes. Um, yeah. you, you know what it was about Mary Lou Redden that I really like? Her smile. Yeah. And now, I mean, and now that was kind of a precursor to my wife who has a beautiful smile. Yeah. So, yeah. hope my wife is listening. That was I'm, I'm going to say you 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 are <sighs> fortunate and she should listen to this episode for your shovel right there. There you go. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Noel just scored himself a really nice Christmas present yeah. this year. Yeah. No doubt. <laughs> um, back back to the podcast. Sorry. Yeah. So, before I tell you who this athlete is, any any guess to which sport paid the high, highest paid athlete in 1984? Hmm. Which sport? Uh, tennis, not tennis. Is it a sport that you've already talked about? No. So I would mm. say soccer or football. Uh, um, we've already talked football. No European football. No. Oh, no. no. Okay. No. Uh, ironically though, that is who the current highest paid player is. is yeah. From, from, I guess that's what made me think about it. From, uh, uh, Lionel Messi. Yeah. Uh, Lionel Messi, but that's okay. We know you don't like that sport. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the sport of boxing, uh, that oh, interesting. So, so keep in mind, I just told you that Lionel uh, Messi, uh, just, uh, made $130 million. I have no idea how to say his name. I, I know I'm butchering that. We know, up. we know you don't know how to say it. <laughs> his name is Messi. Hard to, hard to pronounce. Anyway, uh, so, uh, marvelous Marvin Hagler earned $3.3 million that year to, to wow. the top. That's crazy. $3.3 million. And then I will leave you with this final last tidbit before we close up the world of sports in roughly 30 minutes in 1984. The Sports Illustrated swimsuit cover. Any guesses? Mm. Oh, uh, my other crush, Christy Brinkley. Dang. Hmm. Uh, Oh, man. So I was thinking Christy Brinkley, too. 
Uh, L. McPherson. A little too soon for L. 80, uh, 84. Um, oh, 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 Heather Locklear. No, no. That no. you pulled out of something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Paulina Porskova. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Goodness, Paulina. She just, Which, she just did an Instagram of like mostly naked here just recently. So yeah, yeah she's yeah, still she, rocking it. I must beauty. Not, not near as beautiful as my wife is. Absolutely yes. not. That's yeah, but, but back then we thought that was the standard. Yeah, boy. Until we met our wives, exactly. Now we know, now we know true beauty. <laughs> and I'm now hitting send on my Christmas lift, gift lift ideas. <laughs> anyway, so so definitely a uh, action-packed uh, year for sports yeah. in 1984. Um, Gosh, it's a lot of a lot of names that I forgot existed out there. So fun stuff. Um, there's probably something out there I forgot, but. Uh, Anyway, so for our listeners, what did we forget? We'd love to hear your comments and send us a send us a, a tweet, something of that sort. Let us know what we missed from 1984 in the year of sports, because wow, that is an action-packed, no pun intended, uh, year for for athletics. Yeah, oh, oh Lionel, he was probably not born yet. Lionel Messi. <laughs> yeah, we are. How do you say his name, by the way? Lionel Messi. We're gonna get a Lionel we're gonna Messi? get a we're gonna get a tweet Lionel from him. I wasn't far off. Yeah, so yeah. our yeah. our first yeah. um, ping from Paris is going to be him. He's a fan of the podcast. He just uh, he just doesn't know it yet. Thank you all for going way back with us to 1984 and uh, revisiting the world of sports. Um, learned a lot. I know I learned a lot. Heard some names and and uh, that I hadn't heard in a long time and got to relive some good memories. So hope you guys uh, hope everybody enjoyed enjoyed that and. Uh, Looking forward to the next episode, which will be talking about music of 1984. So Keith will be leading us through that. So thanks for joining us, everybody. Uh, for the Wayback Chronicles, this is Noel, Steve, and Keith. Fellas. Thanks, guys. Take care, everybody. listening to the Wayback Chronicles. All shows are written and produced by Noel, Keith, and Steve. Massive thanks to those who made these memories possible for us through the years. All songs, sounds, and effects have been attributed in the comments section and through links listed on waybackchronicles.podbean.com. We look forward to taking you way back again in the very near future.